Hello, and welcome to Birth of Family Church Podcast. We trust that you'll find an encouraging word to strengthen your walk with the Lord. And if you're visiting the area, or if you're looking for a good church home, come check us out at birthedfamilychurch.org. There you can find our location and service times. Thanks again for tuning in. God bless. His blessing and His provision without, you know, kind of doing it openly, so to speak. We've got to begin training ourselves that when we sense that greater measure of him, that we begin to yield to it ourselves and receive whatever we need without anyone else around you knowing that you just had an encounter with God. Amen. You know what I'm saying? When we get to that place, then you don't have to wait for God to do something for you. You can just receive it anytime. Yes. Amen? Anytime. 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 Hallelujah. Because he, he came to make us free, but it's up to us to walk in freedom. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I need to write that down and put it on my refrigerator. You got your Bibles? Go ahead and get them cracked open or get your app up. Amen. We're going to look at a subject matter that uh, is, is really a large part of our life and relationship with him. Amen. And so I, I want to kind of lead this, this topic with a question. I, I want to begin with a question to each one of us. And don't blurt out your answer, but it's important that you either make a mental note of it or you write it down, if you're taking notes this morning, what your answer is. And then, of course, it's an open book test, and we'll, we'll get the answer from the Lord and his word here in just a moment. But this will kind of help locate us as to what we currently believe about this subject matter. So you ready? Amen. The question is, and, and just, just you can write down a one-word answer, you can write a paragraph, but define... Define what I'm going to ask you what this is. So in your personal opinion, in what you believe, what is worship? What is worship? Just, just write your answer out. It's best to write it down, but if you're going to make a mental note, just remember what, you, what you're thinking that... The answer to that question is, what is worship? I mean, you know that we can't do something if we don't know what it is. What is worship? So, Father, we gather now under the sound of your voice. We believe that the word of God is you. Speaking to us. In the same way that if I would write a letter to somebody and they would read it, that letter would be me talking to them, communicating with them, revealing what I think and, and all.
all that goes with it. And so we know that you've written this book to us, this, these letters, these collection of letters. And, and so we believe that you're talking to us right now. You're revealing your will. You're, you're revealing so many things that we can't see and we can't feel. And so this morning, as an act of our faith, we choose to believe what we hear. And we choose to look for ways to give that which we hear expression in our life and our decisions. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. So we've asked this question, what is worship? And, you know, if, if you and I would get in the habit that when we have questions, that we should go to him for the answer. Instead of people, instead of Google. <laughs> right? Instead of the television set the news broadcasts, all the above. We'd be in a lot better shape. And here in in, in John 4, looking at the 23rd verse, this is Jesus speaking. And he's going to define what worship is. You know, I'm going to believe what he says. You know, my answer is really cool and really neat and awesome, but you know what? I'm going to substitute my answer for what worship is for his. Amen. Come on. Say this out loud. My God, my God is smarter than me. So here comes Jesus. He's uh, talking to the woman at the well. This would be a great chapter for you guys to read at home sometime. It's a tremendous testimony. It, it really is a, a script to everybody's quest to find Jesus, this testimony of the woman at the well. And he makes a declaration here in verse 23. He says, the hour cometh, and then he says, and now is. So he's talking about this new relationship he was establishing for you and I to have with God through him. And so this is pertinent to right now. And Jesus says right now, it says that, True worshipers. Now, if, if, if you uh, have a highlighter, you should highlight this term, true worshipers. If you're in your app, sometimes they give you a way to, you know, highlight key verses. What, what did he call the worshipers? True worshipers. How many of you know that if there are true worshipers, there must be also false worshipers? Or why would Jesus make the notation? Why why would he say that? So understand that there are true worshipers and there are false ones. I choose to be a true worshiper. Amen? Amen? I don't want to be blowing smoke. Right? Right? If I'm going to worship, I want it to be true. It says that true worshipers shall worship somebody. Who's the somebody? In the King James, it says the Father. 
So he's beginning to define what a true worshiper is. Jesus is saying that a true worshiper is going to worship who? The Father. Well, I think it would be important for us to know who the Father is. Because how many of you know that you can, a false worshiper could maybe put in the wrong Father and not be a true worshiper? Amen. So hold your place there. This is really the first characteristic of the definition of what worship is, according to Jesus. Number one, true worshipers will worship the Father. That's number one. We're just looking at four characteristics of of worship, according to Jesus. Number one, true worshipers worship the Father. Well, who's who's the Father? Well, go, go to Ephesians. One, three. Remember, we we find scripture to determine what we believe. It's kind of interesting. I I heard a minister say multiple times, and the first time I heard it, it kind of shocked me. He says that no individual has the right to believe what they want to believe. And I heard that, and I go, what? What? What did he just say? No individual has the right to believe what they want to believe. Come on. That's right. Come on. Amen. It's up to the individual to find out what God believes and then agree with it. Amen. Hallelujah. When I start believing what I believe, I can get myself into trouble. I almost missed heaven and went to hell because I was believing in what I believed. I believed that if you were a good person, you were going to heaven. I believed that. And I was staking my eternal life on it. Guess guess what? What I believed was wrong. Then I found out from his book what he believed. That Jesus was the only way to heaven. (laughs) I abandoned what I believed at that moment. And believed what he believed. And got saved. Amen. Amen? Amen? So we're looking into the Word of God to determine what He believes so we can believe with Him. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed, you with me? Ephesians 1.3, again, using the King James. Blessed be the God and Father. So the Father is God. Amen. But which God? We're living in an age where there's a bunch of gods out there. Hello. Yes, sir. It was just the other day I was in a town nearby and I drove past what they call a temple. And I began to look at this building and it was magnificent. All made out of stone. You could tell that the glass that they put in the windows was some kind of special temperament, and it just everything just glistened. It had like a, a, a big cone on the top of it that was like gold. And I drove past it, and I thought, wow, that's a lot of money to spend on a God who doesn't exist. 
It's just an empty place. There's no presence in there of God. Don't get quiet on me. Come on. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of false gods out there. We're following, we're worshiping the God and Father of whom? The Lord Jesus Christ. Understand when Jesus said true worshipers shall worship the Father, he's talking about his God and his Father. You're in Ephesians 1, verse 3. Stay in that same chapter, go down to verse 17. This is that Ephesians prayer that starts in that 17th verse of chapter 1 of Ephesians. It says that the God of who? If someone is worshiping a God who's not the God of Jesus Christ, they are a false worshiper. Some might say, well, you guys are really narrow-minded. Isn't God the father of everybody? Amen. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. He may be the creator of everybody, but that doesn't make them their children and him their father. You see... What's happening in the world today is that there's a line being drawn. Mm -hmm. Why is there so much upheaval? Why is there so much rebellion? Why is there so much disobedience? Because there's a line being drawn in the sand. And bottom line is dividing the believers in the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and those that don't. And that line is setting up the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. The showdown at the OK Corral. When we worship the Father, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, He's the Father of glory. Go to chapter 3, verse 14. Ephesians 3.14 says, For this cause I bow my knees unto who? The Father. Father. See, this is whom true worshipers worship. They worship the Father. But then he clarifies in this verse who the Father is. He's the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The God of Jesus, the Father of Jesus, is in whom we, true worshipers, worship. A true worshiper is going to be addressing their worship to God the Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father that gave us Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And any other worship to any other person or being 
is false. And they can do it with all their might. They can do it with all their strength. They can do it as gloriously as they can in this natural physical world, like that temple I saw. But it's empty. Because it's not the true one and living God. Amen? I made this statement. If you do not have a relationship with the Father of Jesus, you are not a true worshiper. And God will not hear or receive your worship. Come on. Amen. <gasps> <laughs> did he say that? Well, really, it's not me saying it. Come on. It's the understanding right. of what the Bible says is saying it. I wrote this question down because many people are thinking it right now that are listening to me. Why would someone who's worshiping, can I say their God? Why would our God not hear them? If someone who is, who is sincere and is believing with all their heart that their God is the God, and they're worshiping their God with all that they have, why wouldn't our God hear them and receive their worship? The answer will astound you. He doesn't receive their worship because they're not talking to him. Getting kind of quiet in this BFC church this morning. I think it's important for us, in order to be a true worshiper, that when we worship, we're affirming we are confirming. We are declaring. We're making it known to all around us that we believe in the God and Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ. That we believe that he is the sole possessor of life. We believe that he is the eternal God. And that right now he's the one upholding all things with his power. And that we have surrendered to him and that we have brought ourselves under him, so to speak. And now we're following him and have been washed by Jesus to make us clean to worship him. Amen. Without any fear, condemnation, or guilt. Yes. Amen. Amen? Say, I am, I am. a true worshiper. I believe that God the Father, the Father of my Lord Jesus, is the one and only God. So I worship Him in whom I believe. Therefore, I'm a true worshiper.
You are a rare commodity. Amen. Amen. Because there's all sorts of worshipers out there. People worshiping the planet. Kind of bizarre. But they're out there worshiping the creation instead of the creator. Especially here in Colorado. There's a lot of flakes and nuts out here. You know, a lot of granola out here. You know what I'm saying? And and they're trying to make us look weird. Or say that we're weird and we're strange. Mm -hmm. Or narrow. No, we just believe in him and we believe what he believes. Amen. Amen. Look at one more. I thought I'd get to all four this morning, not to be. What's the first characteristic of true worshipers? They're worshiping the Father. Amen? Amen? All right. Characteristic number two, we go back to verse 23. You with me, John 4, 23? We'll just introduce this, I suppose. Jesus says that true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit. In spirit. Worship is spiritual. Worship is from our heart or our inner man or that place that has been recreated by God through Jesus Christ. Worship emanates, has its source. From our spirit and then is expressed through our body as we express to God what we believe understand that worship is what you believe about God it's not a feeling amen it's not an emotion although those may become involved in your expression of what you believe. But because it's spiritual, you've got to understand that our worship is based on what we believe. For with our heart we believe. With our mind we think. Worship is not logical. Music, or excuse me, uh, worship is not from that place of reasoning or calculation. It is an expression of belief. When we come to the terms and the reality and the truth that God is good, worship becomes very easy. Because we begin to express that belief that he's good and that 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 revelation of belief begins to express to him our appreciation because of his goodness towards us. Let me make a statement that will help us. Worship is not music. Many churches all over the world right now are using the sound and the appearance of beautiful music that is empty if our hearts don't express through it. Amen. Amen. Come on. You see, music is a tool. That's right. 
Music is to help our heart to rise up and to express what we believe. They could be singing, people could be singing the most beautiful song in the world, just soothing and, and stimulating to the mind. But if it doesn't agree with truth, it's not worship. Because worship is spiritual. And so the words that we sing, we have to be able to believe in those words. We have to believe in those words. If those words are scriptural, it's not true worship. And I don't want to get on my soapbox here, but there's a tendency that I might. There are times when I'm listening to Christian radio and Christian, supposedly Christian music, I have to turn it off. Come on, come on. Because it's very soulish. Yes, that's right. It's all about feelings. It's all about, you know, your struggle. They always start, a lot of these songs start out with, man, this is a bummer song. Oh, I'm under the weight of the world and I can hardly get by and I don't know what I'm going to do. And oh, and I love you, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Who wants to sing Amen. that song? Amen. So you and I have to separate ourselves from music being worshipped. Now, don't get me wrong. I love music. I love instruments. I I love all that you can express through the sound of music. The hills are alive (laughs) with the sound of music. There goes one of my mom's songs she used to sing in front of the kitchen sink. All right. (laughs) Music is a tool. Don't listen to the music as much as we are attentive to the words. And then begin to believe the words and then sing them from our heart. That is true worship. Yes. Glory. Amen. I'm getting off my soapbox right there. Good. We're we're there. Amen? Amen. So uh, we're going to continue on this next time. Also... um, on Friday morning, just two days ago, we have prayer school that starts anywhere between 9 and 11. <laughs> Depending on how my day goes, that's when prayer school is on Friday mornings. And we've been talking about the different kinds of prayer. Understand that worship is a prayer. It's called the prayer of worship. And last Monday, two days ago, we taught on the prayer of worship. And it's from the same verses, but it's completely different in how we talked this morning. So I'm going to send that link out so that you can watch the video. It's only about 30 minutes long. And so if you're not on that list to get the videos of our services, I'd be more than happy to be Uh, to put you on that list, and you'll get every video of every service that we broadcast on the live stream. And so you can just pull that up and watch it on your phone or whatever device you're using to do exactly that. Amen? Amen. So, uh, 
I went five over. Please don't charge me for that. I went five over. The trouble with being five over, then maybe next time I'll be ten over. So we gotta, we got to try and keep it at 30 minutes, right? Amen. I want you to, to understand that you are a worshiper. Let me say it differently. You and I are true worshipers. And he's seeking your heart through worship. And so you're a commodity that there really isn't that much of in the world today. In terms of a pure, truthful worship. And he's washed you. He's cleansed you. You you have been prepared by Jesus to be in the very presence of the creator of the universe. And your worship brings you right in to the throne room of God. And we need to practice it. Not just on Sunday morning. Not just on Come Wednesday on. nights. On. Amen. We need to practice worship. Yes. And don't wait for music. Yes. Don't wait for music to worship. Just, just worship him right, right, right wherever you are. And just say, I love you. Amen. Lord, I appreciate you. That's worship. Amen. That's the purest form of worship. Just an expression of what you believe Amen. about him. And that's what he's looking for. Father, I thank you that we are not only your children, but you have washed us to be face to face with you. We are true worshipers. Lord, help us to become more confident more willing to express how we feel about you in your presence. That we would be that true worshiper that you are seeking. So that your presence would be filled with a return of the love that you've given us. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Don't forget tonight at 6 o'clock, we're going to do exactly that. We're going to worship the Lord. If you have the ability to be here, we'd sure love to have you. Have a great afternoon. You are blessed of the Lord. Go somewhere and be a blessing. See ya. Glory to God.